0: Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The conservative review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American Patriots and Minutemen standing at the ready to fight anew for our life, our liberty, and our property to the one and only CR podcast. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz, back here in the house. New week, end of the month, July 25th, powered by Blaze Media. Really your only source here of true, unvarnished, unvarnished truth that actually matters in the way it matters at the time it matters. And if you want to kind of take stock as to where we are uh, after this long weekend, I'm sorry I missed Friday's show, I was traveling back from Dallas, and it's the middle of the dog days of summer, news cycle's kind of quiet, but it's really not quiet. Here we have homopox, or more aptly called monkey packs. So we were told that coincidentally pandemics occur every once in a hundred years. That just, it just does that. That's why we had COVID. It wasn't created as a bioweapon. It happened just, you know, it's natural. Oh, so now you're going to tell me there's two pandemics every hundred years? No, there, there's something funny going on here. Yet in the same week that they are completely disproven with Biden getting COVID after four shots, and then another thing that is exclusively promulgated by homopox, by the gay bathhouses, and they'll declare a pandemic and an emergency, but will not shut down the one thing that causes it, making it the ultimate quarantinable virus... Do Republicans change their focus? Do they finally focus on a knockdown, drag-out fight? Remember, we only have another two months left to the budget deadline, that we're not going to vote for the budget, we're not going to vote for the Defense Authorization Act until all the mandates, all the funding of Pfizer are gone. No. Instead, they plan this week to vote to codify homosexuality as a national religion. Now, what they're technically doing is banning states from defining marriage as it's always been and Republicans have no problem with that. So I want to get start off with that and if we have remaining time, go back to the monkey pox and COVID stuff, but they tie together. This is the irony because it truly is a national religion. Think about it. We just went through an entire period of time where humanity was crushed, schools were closed, mental health, physical health crushed, the economy destroyed. Churches shut down, businesses shut down. People couldn't even walk outdoors without diapers on their face. All for something that became very evident after the first two weeks was impossible to quarantine. It was a respiratory virus that that travels through the air. It's airborne. Whereas here, we have the ultimate quarantinable virus. 98% comes from uh, sodomy with random strangers. And yet, they won't simply just say, you know what, for the next two weeks, the gay bathhouses are not to be deemed essential. Nope. Instead, we're going to try to declare another carte blanche emergency that will come with it tyranny on everyone. And that ties into this issue today. So I'm going to move away a little bit from COVID today. And that's elevating homosexuality to a national religion. And it's not just about homosexuality. It's not just about gay marriage. But what it represents is this dehumanization, decivilization agenda of the global Western communists. And how the Republican Party is bought into it just as much as the other side. And how it's a teachable political moment that we've seen on every issue that matters. If you want to know why, why it is that even after it became popular to fight COVID fascism, the studies and the data were so clear with regard to to masking and and the lockdowns and then now even the shots are so abundantly clear and yet they still are continuing to promote the, the public health narrative on this. Look no further than what they're doing on sodomy. Elevating it to a national religion at a time when we're actually better off on social policy now than we were three to five years ago. The polling has changed. People recognize the destruction. At the time, it was like, yeah, give them their thing. Who knows? You know, it seemed innocuous. Like, how does it affect me? You know, they wore down. No one believes in biblical values anymore. So, you know, God forbid, Allah forbid, should we ever, um, you know, care about that. And, yeah, just kind of give them their thing. Yeah, well, we shouldn't be persecuting them as if we were. Of course, we weren't. Let them do their thing. Now everyone recognizes where that agenda was coming from and where it is headed. And where it is headed. Okay? So, this is the problem. We now know where it came from and we know where it's headed and Republicans are doubling down. And I want to I wanna talk about this. I, I mentioned it a little bit last week, but I want to delve into this in more detail because this is civilization on the line. So I never got the memo. I never got the memo that we have changed our views. I didn't know this until fairly recently that most conservatives and conservative media figures are completely bought into the homosexual agenda. They're just... They, they take the latest, most absurd thing that the left is doing. And they're only at that point because we gave in to this tranche that Republicans now believe in. Oh, don't do that. Don't have men in the pool with women competing in sports. Or don't have drag queen hour. And even then, most Republicans won't fight that. But I'm talking about the better conservatives. But they praise gay marriage. They praise gay this, gay that. I never – I didn't know this. I I never got the memo that that's what it means to be a conservative now, which is why I don't use that term anymore because the term conservative is meaningless. And I want to use this as we talk about this debate and this issue and what's going on specifically. Um, I want to talk about its broader implication – and that is that conservatives aren't conservative, okay? It's time we rip the scab off of this, and and it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. We always wonder, how is it that the Democrats, the left has representation for their views embodied through the Democrat Party, where there's not a single major Democrat, certainly from a blue area, that dissents on a single major issue. In other words, each of them are peddled to the metal on every single issue, no matter how novel it is, no matter how radical, destructive, repudiated, harmful, divorced from our history and tradition. Immediately, it's peddled to the metal. And by the way, 99% of the time, that includes the red state Democrats too. The only reason why Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema well, sometimes just put the brakes on things is just because you know he's from West Virginia, so he's got to play the double game. But if you look carefully on most of the issues, he fully is a leftist. Yet you go over to the Republican side, and let's start in the Senate, you would be hard-pressed to find a single Republican that's with us on every issue. And, and let me bring this point out, and I'm not trying to bash him even, and it's not gonna change my relationship with him. I had Senator Ron Johnson on the show on Thursday. Now, that was pre-taped, because I was headed down to Dallas. Uh, It was pre-taped the day before. And he is the only one that's really fighting the Pfizerocracy. This is the issue of our time, we have one guy. And then, literally on that day, he comes out and says he's voting for gay marriage. And again, just to be clear, what the bill means is it's not just that you're personally okay with it, it means that you're at a federal level for the first time in history, and it's completely unconstitutional, banning a state, a single state, from ever wanting to define marriage as as, as a normal marriage. That's how radical that bill is. So even the guy who's the best on COVID, boom, screws us on this. Meaning the point is, it's not just Ron Johnson. It's that we can never have nice things. We rarely have a single Republican who's good on a single issue of consequence in the way it matters, at the time it matters. But if you get one, he's certainly not going to be good on other issues. It's like, you can't have nice things. And that's a reflection of what this party is. And I want to tell you today that I think, unfortunately, that is a reflection of who we are. Because you could only have a Republican Party that is able to persist like this indefinitely if conservatives themselves aren't really conservative. It's worn us down. It's worn down our values. We've become desensitized to it. The left constantly pushing things has moved the Overton window over, so even when and as we fight them and inveigh against their given spirit of the age, but we'll seed the first 90%. Like, no, no, the gays are awesome. Gay marriage is awesome. You know, the homosexuality is amazing. Just just don't do the drag queen hour. And then when we start doing that, well, don't do it in this way. And we seed and we seed and we seed ground. It's not just true on social values, on the gay marriage issue. I'm gonna use that to update you on what's going on. But I want you to think of this through the prism of, of COVID fascism and any issue that matters, the border. It all shifts the Overton window over. But I'm telling you, at some point, we need to look in the mirror. We are the problem. We are the problem. This can only persist because we really don't care. We like the show. We like the daily show. Look at what AOC said. Look at what you know Chuck Schumer said. But we don't have transcendent fixed values. Our values are tethered to militating against the most extreme iteration of what the Democrats have done at any given moment. And then once they move a step over, we cede the previous point to gain some clicks off of complaining about their new thing, which they only got because we ceded the previous thing. So I'm seeing a lot of these Republicans like, man, you know, You know, it didn't have to be this way. We had good gay marriage and gay this and gay that. But, you know, it didn't have to come into the female sports and the dragger. Yes, it did. And you caused that. And that's what we're going to discuss today. First, just want to point out a couple things. Um, We are going to have our special tomorrow night, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesday night. Unsafe. The vaccines are unsafe and ineffective, negatively effective. Steve Days, myself, Sarah Gonzalez, and Peter McCullough. It's gonna be an hour and a half or so special. Um, anywhere you put this out on the media, it will get crushed. So that's why we can only put it out for subscribers. If you are not a Blaze subscriber, we plan on doing more of this. It's worth it. You get twenty bucks off uh, the full annual subscription for everything, every piece of content put out by Steve or Glenn or whatever, you know, Crowder. Twenty percent off. Use the promo code unsafe. Unsafe. Okay, go to Blaze TV and just sign up with that. Another fun thing we're doing is BlazeSocks.com. Yes, Blaze Socks. So what does that mean? We have Go Brandon socks. Ultra Maga, and my favorite is uh, we have Klaus Schwab stuff on our socks. Really funny. Good socks. Their cotton is grown in America, spun in America. Socks are you know packaged by Americans, supports 1,200 American jobs, by the way. Um, it's a limited time, limited offer for our Blaze Socks. If you go to blazesocks.com and put in CR Socks, so that will get you both a subscription if you're not a subscriber – um but also uh a great deal 20 percent off on your your first purchase there that we're making for our listeners um there are two sock packages and stylish drink covers as well they have drink covers that have you know so you could you know show your patriotic views out in the public if you can't decide which sock package to choose from remember it's america you could always get both And if you do choose both sock packages, we'll throw in a free bonus set of socks and an additional set of drink covers with a discount off the full purchase. So Christmas has come early here in the summer at Blaze. Go to blazesocks.com to purchase our socks. And again, um, you use promo code. Promo code blazesub for 20% off your purchase. Or if you want to get both this subscription and the socks, CR Socks. So, folks, at least we have to laugh a little bit and have some fun because it's hard in, in, in this era. So back to what's going on here. I just want to speak more broadly before talking about this bill, this marriage bill, which I think is so important to talk about. It's shocking how few people care. The reality is, I was starting to wonder, how is it, how is it that you'd have these 80-20 Trump counties, and you would have people wrestled to the ground by police? I'm thinking like in East Texas, there was a county there, I can't remember, at a bank, if you remember this woman, for not wearing a mask. Let's face it, in its heyday... This thing was enforced no matter how illogical, immoral, illegal, and inhumane it was enforced in almost every red county. It's like you go out to a rural part of a red state, you slightly got less bad looks. You could find 10% of people not wearing a mask in a small grocery store that wasn't even a big chain. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was that bad. And at the end of the day, we'll be like, well, Daniel, the reason is, like you always tell us, that the red counties aren't red because the elected Republicans are a bunch of buffoons. That's true. They are. But why are they a bunch of buffoons? Because we accept it. We tolerate it. We might roll our eyes. Yeah, look at the Democrats. But do we have those transcendent views that this is disgusting? We will not tolerate it. We will not tolerate anyone who believes differently. Just like the other side doesn't, because the other side doesn't, you have to fight fire with fire. You know, a lot of conservatives a couple of months ago, we had this poll come out that said almost twice as many young Democrats wouldn't date a Republican as vice versa. And we're like, well, you see, the Democrats are intolerant. We're not. But is that a good thing? That just means the Democrats believe in their views more than you do yours. The left is more communist than conservatives are conservative. That is the sad reality. The problem is we might politically align ourselves with certain values, but do we live those values? Do we live them? Are they in our heart and soul? Do we give them over to our kids? No, you know, in my home, there's no other way about it. Just like they groom them into falsehood. If you believe what you have is what's just, what's righteous, what God wants from you, and is the truth, then you have a responsibility to imbue that into your kids. In my house, there's never going to be a doubt as to how my kids are going to turn out. And I understand there's exceptions sometimes when people get older. I'm not saying it's always their fault, but often it's because they played this neutrality game. Conservatives feel funny kind of tipping the balance of the scale you know, everywhere you run, you know, tipping the balance to your views, whether it's in your business, your friends, your private associations and clubs, and your church, and even your own home with your kids, you feel like you have to be balanced, and that that that's the mistake. That's why we have an imbalance in politics, where you have a Democrat party that's a hundred percent leftist, even in red states. And a Republican Party that's 99% leftist, even in red states, much less, you know, the swing state Republicans. It's because it's a reflection of us. We're not – we ourselves are confused and diffident about our own views. And that's because the, the left and their, and their manipulation, as much as we will make fun out of it and, and oppose it, but it's worn us down in our souls too. And I started realizing this with the whole gay marriage business. I, I never realized until recently that I'm you know Steve Dace and I and Jesse Kelly and a handful of others are one of the only ones that still don't believe in this. Every other one it, it ranges some downright promote it, this whole like conservative gay business, and some. They won't. They're still too ashamed to do that, but they're okay with it, and they're not going to fight it. And that's, that's really where we are. So I wanted you to know that when you had this vote last Tuesday in the House, so 47 Republicans joined with the Democrats to basically ban a state from defining marriage as a marriage. Now, on the surface, that doesn't sound so bad. I, I actually thought it would be worse. That's less than one-fifth of the GOP conference. So, okay, you know, if 82% still believe in a marriage, okay, that's that's something. 82% of Republicans. But I could tell you that's not the case. Most of them either wanted to vote for it, but were scared of, of the base, which in itself is a lesson that we need to exert ourselves over them. Or they just simply don't care. And they don't the the line I'm hearing, it's not the hill to die on. It's not what to fight. But it is. just like nothing else is a hill to die on, and it is. Even the Republicans who spoke out against the bill, they they were off message. It was like, it's a distraction. We should be talking about inflation. You're just doing this to score points. yeah, you you're just doing it. and and then and then they said, rather than saying, yes, this is not deeply rooted in history and tradition. and and obergerfeld needs to be repealed. Like I said all along, even if you're secular and you have no problem with this, constitutionally, it was insane that you're telling me a federal court could say a state can't define a marriage the way it was throughout history. I'm saying you could even be for gay marriage and homosexuality and still understand that, okay, in the legislature, you'll vote for it but a state can't, uh, a federal court or Congress, either one, in this case, Congress, Obergefell was the courts, can't preclude a state from defining marriage as it always was until you invented that concept, you know, you know just, just this past generation. And yet, no, the Republicans were like, no, no, don't worry, it, it, it's, it's false. The courts are not going to overturn Obergefell, like as if that's a good thing. So what I'm trying to tell you is, Don't be fooled by the vote count. Most of them range from supporting it to being fine with it. I could tell you from what I've heard from my sources in Congress, Kevin McCarthy, the House Majority Leader, so he ultimately voted no, but he looked at the board and was waiting to see if a majority of the conference would oppose it. It was that tenuous. They didn't know. It could be a majority of Republicans would have voted against it. The fact that McCarthy is suspected that demonstrates to you what I'm telling you. In their heart, most of them have no problem with it. They've moved on. And the reality is, ultimately, it was only 47, so he voted no, but he would have voted for it. And that's a microcosm of what you see on many other issues. Again, this is the type of stuff you never hear about, and all the Teletubby conservative talkers don't know about. And like, oh, let's have Kevin McCarthy on my show, right? I mean, but that's what these guys do. And if you're in politics, you have an obligation to understand the art of politics, understand the who's who and what's what, understand legislation, understand the process, understand the players, and don't mislead your listeners. Okay? I always say I never had a real job in my life. I always did politics, but at least I'm good at it. At least I know what's going on. And that's my commitment to you, to always give you up-to-date information. But anyway... What is shocking about this retreat on the issue is that now we were proven more right than ever before. See, what happened was, here's, here's what the left does. They wear you down, wear you down. So by 2015 already, no one had an appetite to fight Obergerfell. I was like, yeah, just give them their document. So maybe, maybe you could could have thought at the time, you know what, it's stupid, That's not what a marriage is. A marriage is something that could procreate. It's not a relationship, even a loving relationship, right? You don't do this for any other relationship, you know, premarital intercourse or um, incest or polygamy, which could absolutely procreate and is much more rooted in history and tradition, whether you like it or not. And yet no one ever thought to redefine it because it's a marriage is a marriage okay it's it's very clear what it is. it doesn't mean you can't love someone else. I love my sister, I love my brother, love my parents okay but that that's not a marriage okay that that's a it's a very specific point. everyone understood that but but somehow no, okay, you know, just we're worn down, we're too scared. We don't want to be called haters as if we're haters or names so and God forbid should you believe in you know Biblical values as a Republican? No, 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 no. That you can't do anymore. I, I again, I never got that memo. I, I didn't realize that's where we are, but now I do. Um, you're you're not allowed to believe in that. You know, you, you all Republicans use it, the Bible, kind of the way they use the Constitution, like it's a it's a throwaway line, but they don't actually believe in it in their heart. It's it's a it's a talking point. Um, they say they're Christian, they're this Judeo-Christian values, but then when it comes time to dealing with it and believing in it and fulfilling it then somehow they look at us like we're from Mars. Like, are you, are you in the Stone Ages, Daniel? Like, you believe in that stuff? So people were willing to give up the fight by 2015. But then by now, everyone realizes it wasn't about a stupid piece of paper. It was about de-civilization. It was about undermining those bonds. And the reason it was clear it was always about that is because it was never about equality and rights, and persecution. Because even at the time they were starting to push gay marriage, it was religious, those trying to adhere to religious liberty that were being persecuted. It was Christians that were being persecuted. It was, homosexuality was in vogue like never before. Already in 1996, in the famous Romer case, Justice Scalia wrote the following. Okay, this was was 20 years before Obergefell. He, he observed the following, how that class feels, he's talking about the legal profession when he says that class, how that class feels about homosexuality will be evident to anyone who wishes to interview job applicants in virtually any of the nation's law schools. The interviewer may refuse to offer a job because the applicant is a Republican, because he is an adulterer, because he went to the wrong prep school or belongs to the wrong country club, because he eats snails, because he's a womanizer, because she wears real animal fur, or even because he hates the Chicago, Chicago Cubs. But if the interviewer should wish not to be an associate or partner of an applicant because he disapproves of the applicant's homosexuality, then he will have violated the pledge which the Association of American Law Schools requires all its member schools to exact from job interviewers, quote, assurance of the employer's willingness to hire homosexuals. So already then, it was a protected class. You fast forward to Obergefell, forget it. I mean, by 2015, this was everything. There was nothing ever needed to rectify. Let's be very clear what's going on here. No one was kicking in people's doors and saying, you can't engage in sodomies. Forget about private in your house. You had the bathhouses and the bars that were doing this openly. No one ever had a problem with it. No one was stopping them. And it was exalted by every profession, every cultural institution, Hollywood for years they were the most trendy, coolest people alive, right? There was nothing to rectify. There was nothing missing. Why did they need to say we're going recti- to need gay marriage? There was really this push for gay marriage. It reminds me of women in combat. You'll have one or two of these butch types that are obsessed with that, but it's mainly coming from the outside. There's very few people that actually want that, that are dying for that. It's what it represented, where it was coming from, and where it was headed. Those two are actually very similar in many ways. It was about undermining what a family means, pushing a lack of procreation, which, again, I don't need to convince you of that anymore, what you've seen with COVID, fascism, medical totalitarianism. It all leads back to that. Transhumanism, that's what it was to undermine social norms, to undermine institutions, to undermine lineage. That's what it was about. So yes, intellectually, we all agree you could, in an in, in, in abstract sense, you could theoretically have no problem with handing a piece of paper to two men that want to yuck it up and pretend like they're living like a married couple, but still have a problem with, The tranny stuff and the grooming and the female sports and maybe even even the female you know men and female bathrooms. Although most Republicans actually don't want to fight that, they've tossed that fight too. I, I don't disagree that intellectually you could divide them, but practically, this is this is where it matters not to commit political malpractice and to understand the art of politics. Practically, it was always inevitably going to do that because it was about that. Because if it was just about, just kind of like, yeah, as a nation, we don't really believe in biblical values anymore. We've become extremely secular, sexual revolution. This is what we want to do. You know, we're just going to wreck, you know, equality. If it was about that, you wouldn't have done this because there was no need to. They already were more than equal, they already were a protected class. You don't need to redefine an institution for them, which is the ultimate unequal thing. We don't do that for anything else. I want to be very clear about this. The, the, the reason why most conservatives have fallen on this issue, and they've fallen on many other issues too, and it's a similar thing, is the grooming. Because they've groomed people. Here's what they do. We have certain social norms. I'm going to go as far as to call it natural law. Okay, natural law. Now, natural law doesn't mean the same as scientific laws of gravity. Right? I can never go up to my roof and take a rock, drop it from my hand, and somehow that rock goes up instead of down. Okay, it's never going to happen. So you're never going to be able to show me otherwise. Natural law is not like that. You could defy natural law, but it doesn't make it natural, okay? So what they like to do is they take something absurd and they try to start advocating for it. And we're like, we've never done that before. That's insane. But then what they start doing is over time, they start doing it and they show it. They say, look, see, see, it's happening. So it's it's natural. So you're denying people that are naturally like this. And then you start feeling bad. Yeah, I guess time's a change. I guess this is what it's at. And if you somehow were bought onto this with homosexuality, you should totally realize you were wrong with the trendy stuff. Because what, you're going to tell me that's normal? That suddenly in this generation, it grows like a thousand percent, the number of people that are into that? No, it's a reflection of whatever you push. You could take two men and do that. Right? Homosexuality itself was around since the dawn of times. That's why the Bible talks about it. The Canaanites, where do you think the word sodomy comes from? The Sodomites and Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what they were doing. Right? Like all forms of immorality. It doesn't mean you can't do it. You can't get roped into it. And and that you won't have, an, some people won't have an inclination for it. But it doesn't make it right It doesn't make it not sin, and it doesn't make it practically good for a society. It doesn't change that fact. Okay? Again, you can't tell me that it's more natural for a man to be born attracted to a man than he's attracted to a woman, right? Okay, right? I mean, everyone agrees that's very natural. So, you know, let's talk about adultery. Someone's married to a... a woman for many years, and then he loves her. You know, good relationship. Then over time, he starts, meet, you know, meeting another woman. He can't help himself. Why can't we call that a marriage? He wants to be married to both. So let's say, for purposes of law, like let's say it's federal, like immigration benefits or social security survivors benefits, things like that. Let's say he's married to the other person. He could procreate with her. Okay, certainly natural. It's not his fault. Do you want to deny him love? Right, for the rest of his life, he cannot be intimate with another woman ever? You expect us to hold back from that? Now, that you're probably laughing because society's like that, and that's my point. It's You can't view homosexuality in a vacuum. Meaning it would be one thing if our society was really Puritan- pure you didn't have premarital stuff up the wazoo you didn't have adultery up the wazoo you didn't have every other heterosexual licentious thing up the wazoo but just homosexuality was skyrocketing as you say well i don't know maybe people are born that way maybe it's not their fault maybe it's totally natural but it's not it's through the context of every other thing and unfortunately conservatives have been desensitized to that too and again it doesn't mean you can't be a friend with someone and talk to them and whatever but you don't suddenly believe that that is okay and that's right. We all fall short in the glory of God. we all do sins, but it, but the left says, oh and therefore we have no standard. no, it, it means you still have to believe there's a standard. you know I, I've, I've I've been surprised I've met hardcore people that politically are conservative and I've battled with them, you know I've worked with them on policy issues. I've you know I've found that they committed adultery or and like some of them aren't even so. Upset about it. So what I'm telling you is it's worn them out on everything. That's certainly natural. Okay? Again, as I've said before, it is much more, there's much more of a logical justification to justify incest, polygamy, polyamory, um, two men and a woman, and you know, two women and a man as a marriage, than homosexuality as a marriage. It, it makes much more sense on every level. And again, if you look at Kennedy's ruling, where he said that this was needed to give them dignity and take off the stigma and equality, well, it's not true because they were actually really in vogue, whereas the other aforementioned relationships are still scorned upon very much, and there would be a stigma against the kids. He talked about stigma on you know, kids adopted from these couples, and that's what has worn Republicans down. Gay adoptions? That's insane. Meaning, even if you believe 100%, it's not their fault. 100%, they're born with there's nothing they can do. I mean, it's like, you're born right-handed, you're born left-handed, you're born blue-eyed, b- brown-eyed. So so you're born, you know, a natural man would, would be very attracted to a very attractive woman, but this guy, you dangle a picture of Michael Moore in front of him, and man, he, he, he just loses it. Okay? Let, let, let's say that that's what's going on and it's not it's much more subtle than that like all sin, sin is like God told Cain you're gonna have that inclination crouch at the gates against you it's gonna be there it's gonna challenge you every day some different people are gonna have different challenges but you could overcome it if you want and that's, that's life you know people struggle with all sorts of of things but you don't say, because of that, it's okay. I mean, I, I I didn't get the memo. Are we suddenly okay with premarital relations? Look, I know, I mean, a heck of a lot of hardcore conservatives, I'm sure, do it. In my circles, we don't. Are you judging, Daniel? Well, it is what it is, but I mean, do we don't we still believe in that? I understand, you know, someone... I was lucky enough to find a, a beautiful woman when I was 23. I mean, there's some people in the 20s, 30s, they go, they don't find someone. I don't know. But again, that at least has to be what we aspire towards. So just understand it's, it's part of a broader thing. But again, getting back to my point, let's say this is how it is. Totally not their fault. But you still have to at least recognize that it's not on an equal playing field. Even if you want to recognize that marriage certificate, but to go a step ahead and say that it has to be recognized 100% the same way, including adoptions, that's insane. Because at the end of the day, that's a minority thing and not normal. Again, I'm just saying purely from a secular standpoint, because Allah forbid, should we ever have a problem with, with, with that whole lifestyle, because that's amazing, and we all evidently don't you know believe in the Bible anymore, and we all believe in homosexuality, national religion, Fine. Even, even if you elevate it to a national re- religion. But you would still, just from a purely practical standpoint, the best thing is to have a father and a mother. right? No one could deny that. Okay? No one could deny that. And if you do, you're insane. So you don't take a kid of no fault of its own and, 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 and st- st- you know, be, before he could consent or even a baby and stick him with that for the rest of his life. Just like if you had, I said before, I don't know the world of adoption so well, but I would presume if you had two couples that were severely physical, physically disabled, that's certainly not their fault, right? But they can't take care of the kid in the optimal level, all things equal, you're going to prioritize someone who can. So you wanna sit and have two men and you say, okay, we're gonna call it a marriage, give them a marriage license, but you, you still wouldn't recognize the problems That is what it means to elevate homosexuality to a national religion. That it blows through everything. It crushes everything. It vitiates all logic, science, social norms, familiar norms, laws, constitutional structure of state and federal powers. Nothing matters. I'm just saying I can make this whole argument without ever even mentioning the Bible. None of what I'm saying has anything to do with that. I'm just – kind of facetiously saying it's interesting how no one's allowed to believe in that anymore. But you don't even need to come on to that. Right? Nobody is even advocating to ban homosexuality, discriminate based on what someone does in their private whatever, or even publicly. But what we are saying is you can't redefine institutions, adoption, and and familiar ties, and say it's as if you gave birth to the person. It's insane. So it's funny, all my colleagues, and a lot of them have no problem with gay marriage, they're like, this absurd thing of men giving birth business that they're talking about, where do you think it came from? There's already a Supreme Court decision out of Arkansas that Roberts joined in, a 6-3 decision right after Obergefell, that said not only do you have to recognize gay adoption, but it has to be put on the birth certificate the same way as if you literally gave birth to the person. And that's absurd. That doesn't change anything but a national religion does. Just like vaccines are a religion, so it could defy science. It could work when it doesn't work. You could have to get a vaccine to protect me because my vaccine fails to protect me, but you have to get yours to protect me. You see what I'm saying? A religion doesn't have to work with logic and science, and it's the same thing here. That's what this is about, and that's what Republicans are about to give into in the Senate. You can't divide, split the baby. But it's part of a broader problem. Do we live the lives of conservatives? I'm speaking to every one of us. Do we live the lives of conservatives? You know, tied into this, it's not only a marriage, but this whole, like, man is woman, woman is man business. And again... Politically speaking, all conservatives are like, oh, it's absurd, look what the left is doing. But do we ourselves understand what a woman is? Do we ourselves, have have we ourselves got bought into this to a certain degree? If If you look at culture the last 20, 30 years, but especially accelerating recently, Um, you know, I, I never had a TV and never watched the filth, never saw any redeeming qualities to the filth, especially after you have the internet, you know, anything you would have needed from the past, weather, news, whatever, even sports you can get online. So, you know, I, I just, I never watched movies. I never watched, I mean, with rare exceptions, um, sitcoms and TV shows, I never watched it because that's. The very filth that politically we align ourselves against. But do we live a life against that? So this whole thing came about with, you know, I've I, I noticed whenever I see these videos online of like promos for movies and I'm watching. And paradoxically, a woman is depicted in one of two ways. Either she's a sex tool it's all about flaunting, flaunting her femininity as a means of, of sin and, and degrading what a, what a woman is. Or the other, the complete opposite end of the spectrum, they deracinate all femininity from women, and women are men too. So this is where the whole like, you know, take all the worst elements of men which sometimes are appropriate that certain masculine traits need to be used. Violence needs to be used appropriately certain times, but where the women are just like fighting and punching and cursing and just all the worst crass character traits of men. Now, now the women, they have women with the violence and you know, that whole thing. So, and typically what they can't do is because at the end of the day, biology is still biology. So, you know, you're not going to have a market for men watching these butch, you know, types, whatever. So they'll have, like, an attractive woman, half-naked, you know, you know, the whole thing, you know, beating up a 300-pound man, you know, that whole trend in Hollywood. And, and what I'm saying is it's rubbed off on society. We obsessively train women now to be either one of those two or both at the same time. Women are men, too. Don't tell me... That as conservatives in our own homes, we don't raise our daughters. I don't, but but you know most of us, to some degree, have inculcated ourselves with this garbage. We're like, oh, this is absurd. You know, look at what they're doing. Men competing with women in sports, but we've bought into women in combat. I remember in the '90s, Republicans used to fight it. They dropped it. Now we're somehow okay with this idea, and now even of drafting women. That's disgusting. No. We don't believe in that. But again, that's what they do. They start with the movies and then they move to real life. They'll get a G.I. Jane. Yeah, female the, you know, did this and see it's normal. What, you're going to deny them the right to serve? That's the game they play. You could You could take a society of people and groom them to be homosexuals, groom them to think a man's a woman, or groom women to act manly and men to act feminine, right? And that's what they do. You could mix up society that way. It's not going to work out well. But it will. You'll be able to see it. Okay? And I know I'm going to get myself into trouble here. And I know we're going to say, we have, what do you mean? I have listeners of this show and there's relatives that, that do this for a living. They do. They're a female cop and a female firefighter, which is even more, you know, or, you know, female combat. and they, they. Look, I'm not here to cast cast aspersions on any one individual that they feel that they're placed in, in in a situation that that's what they feel they should be doing. But the notion that as a society in a macro level, we need to go and push that men are women are literally like men is is, is insane it's destructive and that's why the birth rates are down. that's why relationships are down. That's why the entire Genesis of God created men, God created woman, Adam, Eve, that entire structure has been destroyed. That women are literally like men. That their career is a hundred percent just like a man. A family doesn't play a role in it. And then even the physical, the whole the whole way of you know justifying that was like, oh, well, nowadays it's not about manual labor, so women could do just as good as men. Which again, I don't disagree. None of us disagree that a woman can't be a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant or whatever just as much as a man. Um, those type of jobs that I don't want to mix that in with what I'm saying with this whole like physical woman is a man thing. But what I am saying is this obsessive push that literally there is no value in at least in the formative years of when the kids are young, staying home with them or at least trying to, to some degree and that career trumps everything. Now again, some are able to straddle some are able to make it work. But if you take 330 million people in this country and literally give the impression that women are just as much as men in terms of their, their self-worth is 100% defined by their career like a man for better or for worse kind of is, you get what you have nowadays with record low birth rates. It makes no sense. You destroy civilization. You know, my wife had a great job. Um, she's a graphic designer, technical illustrator, and she could have done just as good as I would do in my career. But at the end of the day... A man cannot do – now, now, look, a man has a very important role in in the development of a young child, and you see it when they're not around. You see the consequences. But at the end of the day, everyone would agree it's not exactly equal, especially the younger years. It's more the mother. And, you know, I got four kids, and it would have been a disaster if she would work the hours I work. It would just, it would just be an utter disaster. So obviously it's going to take down her career. It's going to take her 10, 15 years behind you know, when she goes back. But that, but, you know, it's worth it because you're bringing four human beings into the world and raising them properly. That's an exalted job, and, but now it's looked down upon. But how many conservatives I see in the media, but even in our own lives, have bought into this garbage to varying degrees? Okay, again, don't, don't throw me individuals, oh, I know this great conservative and is this and does that. But in a macro sense, is this what we should be not just encouraging, but almost making it like this is how it is. And you're looked down upon if it's if it's the opposite. That women have to be as physical as men and as tough as men and as this as men. We've all bought into this. And then, of course, on the other side of it, the whole like just sexual revolution. It's rubbed off on everyone. You need to turn off that filth. Their God is not our God. Their ways are not our waves. Their, their, their speech is not our speech. Their priorities are not our priorities. We have to live the lives of a conservative. You can't just be like politically conservative. It doesn't work that way because you get what we get, which is garbage. There is, there's no such thing as political conservative representation. And I know it's uncomfortable but I think it's because our own people deep down has been rotted out, and the church has been rotted out. And this is the problem. We know it's true. I'll bring another example, and I know I'm treading on thin ice here. I know I'm going to turn off a lot of people, but you know, look, I'm a red-blooded male like everyone else, and I love combat sports and things like that. But so we have MMA that came to rise, and and I would imagine most of the constituency is probably right leaning, and you have Dana White, I think so. I think he is more, you know, he's a Trump supporter, the the CEO of 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 uh of the UFC. So first, it started with men. Now I again I love you know I I'm, I I like it on some hand, but does God want us? To bloody a person's face up and break their bones? I mean, is is that like and we cheer on like the gladiators did in the ancient Greece and Rome, and by the way, that's when they were promoting homosexuality too. I, I know it's an uncomfortable thought, but and, and and again, I'm I'm to be clear, I'm speaking as a biblical Jewish conservative, not a Christian conservative, even though 98% of this audience obviously is Christian. So I don't want to speak for Christianity, but I'm going to speak for, obviously, my religion. If you know the history, the story of Hanukkah, Hellenism, the Greeks, we're obviously historically very against this blood sport of cheering on when someone beats someone in a cage. Okay, so that was one level. But now we started with women? Women bloodying each other, and we cheer it on, and... And again, it's like, well, and, and I know you're going to say, well, there's conservative, famous conservatives that were female. I'm not trying to put them down or talk. I'm just saying, in general, is this where we're headed? Is this what God wants from us? I'm not saying I don't enjoy certain things, too. But is that what God wants from us? I, 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 I think this is the uncomfortable discussion we need to... Engage between each other. And that's why I can't talk about Democrats. Because the Democrats are unpopular. I mean, we'd be able to crush them if we had an opposition, but we don't have an opposition. Why don't we have an opposition? And I don't think, I don't think it's only because we suck ourselves and have terrible values ourselves. I think there are mechanical, political, geopolitical reasons why... You know, a lot of that has to do with money. There's no money in proper values. And that's why, you know, the the worst politicians wind up winning. There's other mechanical reasons. But spiritually, I've always said the Democrat Party perfectly reflects the left. Why doesn't the Republican Party properly reflect the right? Or does it? Or does it? And that's my question. Maybe your average elected Republican is a proper representation of your average self-described conservative. We pretend to fight things. We like the blood sport. We like the politics. We like making fun out of Democrats. But we have no problem doing the same things ourselves. I don't want to sound too preachy here. I'm just trying to say, when I'm watching this gay marriage issue, it is pretty illuminating. How we, we just can't see it like, oh, the grooming, the grooming. Well, yeah, but where do you think that came from? Where do you think that came from? And it's not surprising that the same way Republicans have run away from these values, they've run away from from other values. Look, I mean, Trump's life did bother me. Okay. now, my point is, you know, if at the end of the day, you have two choices and they're both like that and one's going to deliver the goods and, you know, you'll get better policies out. I don't have a problem voting for him. But don't excuse it and and like glorify it as if it's something you love. And again, he is not unique. The amount of things these Republican politicians do is disgusting. It's literally the same as the Democrats, except the one thing I have noticed, there's more homosexuality among the rhinos than even the Democrats. It's rampant. Which is not surprising, because that's kind of their whole brand. But you get what I'm trying to say here. Getting back to the whole gay marriage thing. Why wouldn't Republicans, here's one other point, why wouldn't Republicans, at least, if you're down and out, and you feel that this is so popular, and you have to vote for it. Get something in return. Make a grand bargain. States have to recognize gay marriage, but at le- I'm not saying I believe in that. But where they're coming from, but at least get religious liberty. That you can't if live and let live means you they get their government benefits, but then you have to leave religious people, businesses, and institutions alone. You know, just just this year, a couple months ago, you had a, a Jewish university. The uh, a state court in New York forced them to have a gay student like association or something. How is that OK? I thought live and let live. I, th- I thought we could have religious institutions and Republicans are about to enshrine this as a right that's going to make it even harder for people with businesses without at least creating a, a bargain. That is an easy issue to fight on because Back then, it was like, no, we're never... Gay marriage is not going to lead to bake the cake. And then, literally, it did. That's what's surprising. If anything, we have more ammo than we had at the time. But they just don't care. And this is what we saw with COVID. It separated the men from the boys. Because COVID was about your own lifestyle. Oh, I'm pro gun. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-this. I'm pro-lower taxes. But then when COVID came... I know a guy who lives near here. He, every time he would meet me, all he wanted to talk about was politics and talk radio, and he was obsessed with conservative politics his whole life. And then when COVID came, my parents were going to go over there for like, like they are going to have a meal together, and my parents got, unfortunately, they, they recognized it was a mistake, but they got their original shots, but they didn't get more. They wouldn't have them over because they didn't have boosters. And this is not uncommon among people that are lifelong... Never voted for a Democrat because do we believe it in our hearts? And I I think it's got to start with our hearts and then our brains and then our mouth, our articulation. It's not that hard. You know, sometimes evil and immorality become popular. But the truth be told, it's actually on the ropes. Because they've been given so much leverage to do whatever they want and do so many disgusting and harmful and coercive things, so it wasn't just about, okay, homosexuality, live and let it live, but it was homofascism. It's shoved on people against something that's not done for other things. People are starting to wake up to the problems. And yet Republicans still won't fight it. So we look at, oh, it's terrible what the Democrats are doing with uh, COVID mandates. Yeah, but you supported the first 95% of it. Oh, it's terrible what they did with inflation. Yeah, you supported the first 95% of spending on that. It's terrible what they do on, um. you know, uh, the, the grooming and everything. They don't even know what a woman is. But do we know what a woman is? And again, I know I'm going to get, like, you know, people who think I'm a... You know, people call me Archie Bunker, even though I'm I'm much younger than that generation. Um, But the reality is, I'm not saying that every last thing in your family structure in your life has to look like it did in 1952. I'm just saying we do have to have transcendent fixed values, that it's not just our value is one step behind whatever the democrats are pushing at that moment but because that's the case they're constantly moving and moving and therefore we're constantly okay with the next thing to fight and make fun of the next thing and fake fight the next thing at some point we have to draw a line in the sand and say this is where we stand and we will we will give no no more this is all we can do at some point we have to believe in something We have to believe in, we have to understand what a marriage is. And again, you know, it's not just homosexuality. I'm not just picking on that one thing. It's part of a broader thing. Everything is more. If you, if you look at self-described conservatives a generation ago, take the homosexual I- issue out of the equation, and you will find their views towards premarital relations, divorce, and again, I'm not saying there's never a time to get divorced and never a time it just works out the way. I'm not casting aspersions on everyone. What I'm saying is in general, it's problematic that all of this has blown up and our side seems to be okay with it and often lives that way. And I, I just, I've come across that in my own personal life, working with people in politics that would be considered hard right. And their values personally, I, I just watch them and they don't reflect that. Like everyone knows, like when they're around me, oh yeah, Daniel's not into this. We can't talk like that way or something. Like we should all be that way. We should all be that way. We should all be. It's just desensitized all of us to the truth. We have to look inwards. I really think a big part of why Republicans are the way they are is because conservatives are not conservative. Let me know your thoughts, okay? Comments, criticism, questions, additions. Daniel Hurwitz at startmail.com. That's start with a T at the end. If you want to follow me on Telegram, at C19 Truth Bombs, as in COVID-19 Truth Bombs, on Telegram, Daniel underscore Hurwitz on Getter. Again, don't miss the special tomorrow night, 9 p.m., Eastern time at the blaze. Uh, subscribe if you're not a subscriber already with the promo code UNSAFE. Till tomorrow, God bless you all, and thank you for listening.